if I literally broke down like what my whole week looked like, um, when I would work, when I would, you know, hang out with my son, when he would nap, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but anyway, I had like, I was sitting there in Canva and I was like creating this and I was like, this is going to be so great to give to everybody. And I was like, I really thought I was like, wow, I have this like dialed in. Look at me. Like I got this week laid out. We're good. My son, Uh, I kid you not like an hour after I finished that he broke his leg on a trampoline. Oh no. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wisdom and the Tangents podcast. I am your host, John Mansfield. I'm here to help you grow your business, build community, and create the lifestyle you always dream of. Every week I bring in other photographers, creative entrepreneurs, and business professionals. So whether it's from our topic of the episode or one of the many tangents that we will follow, you will walk away with some wisdom to implement in your business and in your life. Each interview is recorded live in our Facebook community where you can ask questions and be part of the conversation. Welcome back to another episode of the Wisdom and the Tangents podcast. It's October now. That's fun. I love October. I love spooky season. It starts to get like slightly cooler here uh, in Texas in October. So I love that. Um, But I really love spooky season. Honestly, like I live there all year round. Um, but this is the time that like my, my horror movie music playlist is, um, a little bit more appreciated by the public whenever I'm blasting that out of the windows while I'm driving around in the cool air. Um, but anyway, yeah, during the spooky season, Oh, I want to tell you about this during the spooky season. I don't know why I keep saying spooky season. I don't normally say those words. Um, during October, (laughs) During October, you can enter to win a free one-on-one coaching session with me. Super easy. Um, You just leave a review for the podcast on Apple Podcasts. And then take a screenshot and send it my way. You can either DM me on Instagram at wit.pod, W-I-T-T dot P-O-D, or you can shoot me an email at uh, wisdomtangents at gmail.com. I took out the in the because I didn't feel like I needed that to be a super long email address. So just wisdom tangents at gmail. Uh, but yeah, send that in. The winner to be announced at the end of October, AKA spooky season, as we've already determined. So go run, enter to win. Um, I love seeing what y'all have to say about the show. Um, I really enjoy getting feedback and just seeing what all y'all are loving. And about the show. Yeah, about today's show. Let's get into that. Um, I had a lovely chat with uh, Danica Pardo-Megs. She's a photographer and the host of the Sharp Shooter podcast. And we talked about what it's like running a business uh, with kids underfoot. When you're trying to balance life and work and kids and all of the things Uh, we talked about all that. So whether you have kids yourself or, um, if you would just benefit from some organization and some scheduling tips, this is a great episode for you. Danica and I also swapped podcasts. So I was a guest on her podcast this week. Um, so after this, be sure to go check out my conversation with her on her podcast, the sharpshooter podcast, where we talked about how to have a more rounded marketing strategy. So that is episode 25 because it is already out. But first 
Let's get into this conversation with Danica. Yeah, Danica, welcome to the show. I'm excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really happy to be here today and excited to jump into this topic of parenthood and work life and balancing it all. Yes. Yeah, it is. Oh, man, the the balance of it all is just it's it's a constant. Um, I feel like, I don't know, I'm, I'm picturing like the uh, I don't go to the gym very often, so I have no idea what this is called. But it's like a, a half of a ball with like a, a plate or something on top. It's a and you like, ball. try to balance and it's always it's, you. OK, well, what a Rosu? Bosu. Is always bosu okay cool yeah, uh, yeah. I, i'm like picturing a bosu ball of like that balance of like you have like your forward and backward balance is mm-hmm. good but then something mm-hmm. happens like we were chatting uh before this about how my five-year-old is homesick from school because kindergarten it's the second week of school you know you, you there's there's sicknesses being passed around and uh and she's home right now so that's another balance of like okay i've got to find exactly the the footing and everything for this bosu ball i'm gonna have to remember right. bosu um but yeah no that's that's like what i picture with with parenting and business and just how it's it's constantly changing I love that you brought up that as an example, because I actually grew up an athlete. Um, When I was in high school, I had a bad knee injury. I needed surgery. So I went through a lot of physical therapy after, and I trained on the Mm -hmm. BOSU ball a lot. So I love that. Um, (laughs) It's very, yeah, I was like very familiar to me. So maybe that's why I really enjoy this topic because I try to find you know, those, um, things that I can do to really try to balance my time spent with my son. Um, I have mm-hmm. one, one little boy right now, he's three years old. Um, and then obviously then like our family time, like once my husband's home from his job and then of course yeah. work life, which takes up a lot of time as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I, I wonder if it's, uh, cause you said you were an athlete. I was not mm-hmm. uh, much of an athlete, but I did like skateboarding cause that was like super big in the you know late 90s early 2000s um, yeah. and I loved skateboarding and like trying to balance and all of that and anytime mm-hmm. that I saw a BOSU ball anywhere like if we were at a uh, a hotel and they had a little you know in-house gym there was always one of those in the corner and I would just go over there and like try and balance and pretend to do a kickflip or something um, but, <laughs> I've never yeah, thought about no, it in I that like, realm yeah. <laughs> but I can see how that yeah. totally makes sense for a skateboarder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll have to have a professional skateboarder. Maybe, uh, yeah, Tony Hawk, uh, come on the show and we'll, uh, we'll chat about that. I'll see if he practices. Like, uh, just like bring him in right now. Bring him in right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Tony, you're in the chat. Come on in. Uh, <laughs> but, well, um, but yeah. I would uh, freak out. I would lose my yeah. mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was like, and this is our surprise guest. Uh, mm-hmm. But like, wow, uh, yeah, nice well, okay, so right, yeah. Um, but I, I told you earlier before we started recording mm-hmm. that I wanted to try something new um, that yeah. I had planned. Kind of, uh, this is going into a newer season. Um, I kind of took a little bit of a not a hiatus, but just like a slower pace for the summer. Um, mm-hmm. You know, as as we were talking earlier, I had uh, all three kids at home with me, mm-hmm. and um, 
it's it's a lot to to manage three kids and uh and a photography business and a podcast so i was like all right mm-hmm. something's gotta rain back a little bit so i pulled the podcast back from weekly shows to every other week and this mm-hmm. is you know whatever uh this episode goes live we will be back to weekly episodes uh so i wanted to try something new add something new to the show for okay. uh for this new season, don't worry. This is not yeah. Okay, I, it's, it's not anything too crazy. Yeah. Okay. Have you? Do you? Are you familiar with? Um, are you familiar with Stephen Colbert? Yes. From like the uh, the Late Show and Colbert mm-hmm. Report and all of that. Um, mm-hmm. So he has something on the Late Show that he calls the Colbert Questionnaire, and it's okay. just like fifteen questions that he asks celebrities to like really get to know them. Um, okay. And I thought that would be fun to take a couple questions from his questionnaire and just ask you to get to know you because we can go through the whole bio of like where you're based and what you do and right. all of that, but really to get to know Danica. Oh um, man, okay, yeah, so let's do it. There's, there's, there's 15 questions. I have okay. them numbered. So I'm going to have you choose two different numbers and then I will ask you those at random. All right. So anything Four. between one and 15. Okay. Four and 11. Four and 11. Okay. These are either or questions. (laughs) Okay. Sweet. Four is one of my favorite numbers in the world. Like four, seven, anything with those. I used to draw those. My language already with those numbers. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. So four, um, the question is apples or oranges? Oranges. Oranges. Okay. Good. Any, uh, do you, do you have something against apples or you just really like oranges? Um, I think that I like, Oh no, I don't have something against apples. If I eat apples, they're green apples. Okay. And I guess when I eat oranges, I actually prefer like the little cutie oranges, the small ones. Yeah. And they are something that I craved when I was pregnant with my son. So I think it's more of like a special sentiment. And plus I love oranges. Oh Yeah. Yeah, orange juice is uh, it's it's amazing. So much better than apple juice, in my opinion. Yes. Um, but yeah, there was uh, oh, where was I? I was at a conference. Uh, oh, in Florida, um, mm-hmm. last year, and they had a juicer, an orange juicer that like you could see the oranges going in, and then it juiced them and everything. And every morning Probably I would just go there. Juice. It was so good. Yeah, because it was Florida too. So it's like oranges orange from juice down in the Florida, street. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, yeah. Okay. You cannot go awesome. wrong with Oranges. That. <laughs> I, those, those cuties, we go through those by the five pound bushel mm-hmm. here in the house. It's just, everyone loves those. And, uh, and I am anytime that I get, you know, peel one for the kids, I'm like, I'm going to peel one for myself too. Cause myself, these are delicious. Right? <laughs> it's okay. Funny so that was number four. I was going to say, it's funny because my son, yeah. son isn't super interested in them, even though I craved them when I was pregnant with him. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, huh. <laughs> He'll eat an apple. <laughs> that, is, that is funny. <laughs> so he's on the apple side. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> so the other uh, number 11 is uh, another this or that kind of question. Um, okay. Sparkling or flat? I'm like, what are we talking about? Water? <laughs> I'm assuming water. Yeah. Or, or whatever you're interpreting that question to be. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, uh, probably flat then. Um, if we're talking okay. water, just normal water. I've never been a big fan of sparkling water for some reason. Don't know why. 
I I also wasn't and my mom always liked um, like Perrier uh, mm-hmm. growing up and I remember trying that and not being a big fan but I love uh, Topo Chico which okay. is very similar just like sparkling mineral water um, it's really big um, here in like the the Austin Texas area and it's kind mm-hmm. of expanded a bit but um, but yeah I just maybe I, I need Topo to revisit Chico. that I'll, and give it a shot <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like, uh, what is it? Like our taste buds change like every seven years or so years. we have like a whole mm-hmm. new set. And, mm-hmm. uh, there have been so many foods and different things that I was like, I hated these before, but now like Brussels sprouts, I oh, love yeah. Brussels sprouts. We make them all the mm-hmm. time. Um, and I, I used to hate those things, but, yeah. uh, but yeah, was like definitely try some. Oh yeah. Me too. I was yeah. gonna say, I was like no. the classic picky eater growing up, but I've expanded my horizons Same. a little bit. <laughs> me too me too yeah our oldest he is eight and he is just like i was just very picky mm-hmm. and like so mm-hmm. many times i get frustrated but then i'm just like yeah that was me though like i didn't want to eat anything <laughs> green and i didn't i didn't even like beans because i was just like the i was just the texture and yeah was i was a big texture person uh yeah and so was i, I so relate to that very well. very relatable with him yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely yeah. try if you want to try some sparkling water, Topo Chico is uh is definitely the way to go. If uh, I give it a shot, I'll yeah. let you know. Okay, how well, I like cool. It. Well thanks. <laughs> thanks. Yes, yeah, definitely. Um thanks for answering those questions. Uh mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna keep that in in uh, that was fun. Uh, yeah, but yeah, like thanks that. for thanks for being my guinea pig. <laughs> of course. Um, well I have something I wanna yeah, ask so, you. Ooh, okay, cool. Yeah. I don't get to, asked to questions make this often, extra so this fun. fun. So you have one through oh, 15. Okay. Can I pick one more number, but then you answer the question? Oh, okay. Yeah. Let me pull that back up. Yes. Okay. What other number? Let's do. There's a couple like deep questions too. It's a lot of like that kind of stuff, but then there's a couple okay. deep questions. So I'm like, I don't know if you're going to pick. Let's do number one. one. Um, Okay, number one. Uh, number one is what is the best sandwich? Um, which I, it's funny. I was actually thinking about this the other day because I'm not a big sandwich person, but what? I was craving a um, uh, uh, like a chicken pesto, uh, like flatbread panini type, like with the the press and the grill marks and all of that. Yeah, and uh, yes. just like with some no some grilled cheese. chicken. And yeah, melty cheese, pesto, mm-hmm. some sun-dried tomatoes in there, uh, maybe some arugula, and uh, yeah. yeah, some sort of nice dipping sauce to go along with it. Uh, but that yeah, sounds really yeah, I would actually. I would say that's that is my best sandwich. So I like cool. It. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad, glad I got, got to, to ask you a question. It's for you too. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. So now that we know you, Danica, where are you based, <laughs> and uh, and what do you do? So I am based in Northern California, um, just outside of the Bay Area, and I am a wedding and family photographer. I own Sharpshooter Photography, and then as of January this year, I just decided to jump in and start my own podcast as well. So that's called the Sharpshooter Pod, and it's something that, I mean, 
you'll, you obviously know here, I'm a talker. That's why I'm here. Um, (laughs) so it just felt like it would come easy to me. And then as I mentioned to you before we started going live today, my two older brothers, they did a podcast. Theirs was actually called the sharpshooter cast back in the day. So my whole company is actually a spinoff, um, from their company, but, um, Yeah. So I'm using my podcast as a space to educate beginner photographers, side hustlers, and inspire moms who are wanting to run their um, photo business full time. Yeah. I love that. That is, is so good. And, and I love like the style of your podcast too, because it just feels like you're just like talking to me and not like, uh, I know sometimes a lot of these podcasts are very like overproduced and mm-hmm. very like here are all the bullet points and you know right. go to this and download this free thing and and all of that and I'm, I'm like i just want to like feel like i'm talking to someone especially this right. day and age where we're so isolated as entrepreneurs mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. where you know a lot of us like i'm recording this in my bedroom right now like this is uh this is where i work this is my one yeah. of one of the desks in the house and yeah. um and a lot of times we are separated. So like, that's what I want mm-hmm. to feel is like that. I'm just chatting with someone and, uh, and I feel that listening to your podcast. Thank uh, you. So, I really yeah. appreciate yeah. you saying yeah. so. Uh, I like it. Yeah, yeah. I actually took kind yeah. of a unique approach with mine. Um, since I'm like gearing it more towards moms who are trying to run their business with their babies, like on their side, obviously everything we're talking about today. Um, I, in my very first episode, I said, you know what? This is actually going to be completely unedited. I'm a mom. I have a busy schedule. I don't have time to edit this. Like it is what it is. And like, you know, take it or leave it. Like there will be value, but it's not going to be edited. And so it allows me that opportunity to like share my experiences just like in a really authentic way and just speak completely from the heart. And there are times like it depends like on the topic, like I'll have like my notes and stuff like that. But other times like I just go on and I just share like what I'm going through and like experiences like within my business or life. Um, I think that makes it the most relatable. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I love the unedited feel um, Mm -hmm. where it's not like, Oh, I could tell that part of that conversation or part of whatever you were, were talking about was edited out. Um, like where you can tell like where they're, they're talking like this and then it's like, and then I'm up over here and it was like a totally different cadence and like, Oh, you edited out something. I'm curious now. Um, and yeah, no, I, I think that's great. And we, we talked a little bit earlier about like kids coming in during mm-hmm. podcast recording and like even client calls where <laughs> they'll yes. come in and I'm like, Hey, so meet my daughter. She's here. She's yeah. just going to sit on my lap. Um, <laughs> and I used to be worried about that. Like, Oh, this is not professional. And you know, what are they going to mm-hmm. think about that? And it is always endearing. They're just like, Oh, mm-hmm. that's so great. Even if they don't have kids, um, right. they're, they're just like, Oh, like, yeah, you, online you present as a family man like you you do this to be at home with your family and now we get to see you're meeting with us over zoom but then you know my three-year-old comes in and you know asking for some juice or whatever or just wants to come wave at the people on the screen Uh, i was like now the real question is is she asking for apple or orange juice (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, she's allergic to apple juice, so oh, no. it is definitely oh, orange juice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She is less allergic now, but whenever she was a baby, like we couldn't even give her like the little juice or the, um, oh, I don't know, like those, uh, those pouches of uh, right. uh, baby puree type stuff. We couldn't do anything that had apple in it. So it was like, mm-hmm. we had two flavors and that was it. Cause apple is like the base of everything. Um, right. But yeah, she's she's better now, but she loves some orange juice. Um, so much so. We go through gallons <laughs> of that stuff. Uh, team orange. But <laughs> yes, yeah, team orange. We're all team orange here. In this world, you can edit your own photos. Oh man, this is taking forever. How long have you been at that anyway? Uh, almost six weeks now, and they're due any day. Or you can let AI do the editing for you. Haven't you heard of Imagine AI? Yeah, but I don't really know how it works. I don't want some robot editing my photos. Uh, It's a computer and it's really simple. You just upload photos that you've already edited and the AI learns how to edit just like you. So it's kind of like I'm still editing. Uh, In a way, yeah, sure. Except you're not camping out at your computer every night this busy season okay i'll try it but i need them back tonight the future is now oh it's already done that was faster than i expected go to allheartphoto.com ai and get your first 1500 images edited for free with imagine ai that's allheartphoto.com ai and embrace the new technology i i wanted to ask you about like maybe some some misconception misconceptions about running a business with with a baby by your side like what are some Mm -hmm. things that you might hear regularly that uh that aren't true (laughs) i think the two biggest things the first thing is like it's not possible um to be successful Mm -hmm. like with a baby by your side and i but i think that has to do a lot with like the second thing that i'm gonna say which is i don't have time And I don't think that's necessarily, I don't think it's 100% true. I think that you just have to be really good at managing your time and making like a schedule that works for you. Mm -hmm. How do you have some tips on that? Because I know for me, there have definitely been seasons where I'm like, I just don't have time. Like the, the time that I have to work on my business is like midnight. Um, Cause I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be the parent that's like sitting on my laptop, uh, like at the table and just like, Oh yeah, no, mm-hmm. go color or whatever. And like, mm-hmm. and not being present with the kids. Um, right. but I also don't want to be the parent that's up at 2am editing photos. Um, so yeah. Do you have some yeah. tips on how we can manage well? Well, I think there's definitely different seasons of this and it for in my experience um i actually ran a master class it was a free master class i ran earlier this year called running your business with a baby and one of the actually two of the things i talked about were um um 
oh my gosh, sleep training <laughs> and also <laughs> wake windows for naps. And those are like, mm. obviously like in the infant days. Mm-hmm. So if someone's out there, they're a new mom. Those are two things that I would definitely like look into. Um, we started sleep training my son at six months, but once I learned about the wake windows and kind of like how many times per day he should be napping and like how many hours he should be awake between those naps, that was a game changer because our schedule became a little bit more predictable at that point. And then I would always allot those nap times to work time. So that would be like my biggest thing. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're trying to avoid like the midnight hour of editing, (laughs) but you know, before I learned about those things, probably I would say within the first four to six months of his life, if there was time that I was working, I think I started working when he was about two months old, but if there was time that I was working, I would stay up till midnight or I would be up early, you know, and um, it really just kind of, I think, depends like what we're going through because life always throws those curveballs. And the really ironic thing, actually, for my master class, which I hosted back in April, uh, whoever attended, I was going to be sending them like a template for like my weekly schedule, which I can actually give you that link if you'd like as well to add. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, I think that it's a great template. Like I literally broke down like what my whole week looked like, um, when I would work, when I would, you know, hang out with my son, when he would nap, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but anyway, I had like, I was sitting there in Canva and I was like creating this and I was like, this is going to be so great to give to everybody. And I was like, I really thought I was like, wow, I have this like dialed in. Look at me. Like I got this week laid out. We're good. My son, Uh, I kid you not like an hour after I finished that he broke his leg on a trampoline. Oh no. And it demolished like the whole everything. Yeah. Like everything was just completely, you know, cause we can't go to the parks. Like he had a full leg cast, you know? So that's just like an example of like one of those things. It's like life throws curveballs, and then you have to rebuild and reset, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I feel like with kids, especially the, um, the like five maybe seven and below mm-hmm. it's just constant curveballs all the time yes. uh just curveballs yes. and knuckleballs and whatever yeah. other i'm not a big baseball person but yeah every anything but a straight down the middle fastball right uh, everything right. is coming in you from all different angles um mm-hmm. but i think that's so great like even with that i'm sure that having that structure and that schedule is like okay now I already have this in place. So now that we have this curveball of a broken leg and there's going to be a lot more, um, a lot more one-on-one help doing stuff. Right. Um, you had that structure to where you're like, okay, this, this section is good. We mm-hmm. can stick with that. And then this, we can like move around and kind of figure out what needs to happen. So having that structure is just yeah. like, uh, like and building blocks like when, that you can build on whenever. Yeah. And yeah. that's like a time for me, like when things had to shift till like later in the evening, because my husband works, he, he commutes mm. pretty far, but he's like up, you know, when at the crack of dawn and then not home till later in the evening. Um, and so it's like, not until he gets home, then by that time, like, it's like, okay, we're doing dinner and all of that. So it's like I, during the season of my son's broken leg, I was staying up later doing stuff because like my normal schedule just wasn't the same. Oh yeah. So, but 
I think that um, one one cool thing, I actually um, interviewed someone on my podcast earlier this year. Her name's Marissa. She runs a company here in the Bay Area called Mama Work It. Okay. And she gave me like an interesting tidbit, like because so many moms who are entrepreneurs, they use, they say like, I don't have time to do X, Y, Z. But she said, well, let's rephrase that and say it's not a priority right now. She goes, because then it's going to raise awareness Mm -hmm. on whether or not it actually should be a priority and like, oh, wait, I actually need to make time for that because it has to get done. Or you're like, okay, wait, I'm, I'm okay with that not being a priority today. Maybe it'll be a priority tomorrow or next week. So you can like be a little bit more clear and honest with yourself about what actually needs to get done instead of trying to do everything and then feeling too overwhelmed to do anything. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. That is, that is definitely speaking to me. Cause I, I get that where I don't know, like that, um, everything is happening or you like, you see something and it's like, Oh, I'm going to go, I, I need to go fold the laundry because it's been sitting over there for three days and I mm-hmm. need to do this or it's not going to happen. And then mm-hmm. you go over there. But then while you're over there, you see something else, you know, the, the table's not cleared the off. Toy like, oh, out well, of place. Yeah. yeah. The toy's out of place. And it's just like a constant train of just stuff that needs to happen. And having right. that frame set, that mindset of like, okay, what is priority right now? Those mm-hmm. other things they can, they can wait. Or sometimes like I have client emails that I need to get back to now that is priority. Right. Like the, right. the laundry who that has been sitting there for, for three days. And I'm like looking at it uh, right now. Yeah, uh, I can look over too. and side eye. Uh, but, but like that, that laundry, is that the priority? Does that need to be folded this minute or can we put that off to, you know, 15 minutes from now, once you finish mm-hmm. all of the, the emails that you need to send that are a priority, um, right. then you can do that. And yeah. uh, boy, my, my, my wife is, um, diagnosed, uh, 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 non, or what, what is the, the, I can't even think of the, the name, um, neurodivergent. Uh, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I am probably, well, definitely undiagnosed, but, um, I feel like a lot, a, a lot of the, like the stuff that you see on TikTok where they're like, okay, here's some ADHD hacks. I'm like, oh, that mm-hmm. would help me a lot. Uh, and I'm like, I wonder if I am ADHD or at least some sort of, uh, uh, neurotypical something. Um, uh, I actually uh, learned something. Um, about myself earlier this year, a couple months ago. Oh yeah. Um, okay. Have you heard of HSP for a highly sensitive HSP. person? Yeah. No. Um, this might be something that's to look into me. because. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was interesting because before we started recording, and you know what you were sharing with me about your, you and your wife doing your podcasting, I thought it crossed my yeah. mind because I was like, wow, that's like so special and so sentimental. But I was, um, it was brought to my attention that there's this something called. HSP for highly sensitive person. And it goes outside of just like being sensitive, like emotionally, it could be like sensitive to sound, sensitive to like different textures, et cetera, et cetera. So mm-hmm. I learned that I'm HSP, but it, and I'm still learning about it just cause I discovered this like two months ago. But, um, right. one of the things is it's similar to ADHD and, um, it, in, it can be dubbed like a uh, neurodiver- sorry, neurodivergent as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's just really interesting that you bring that kind of stuff up because definitely relatable. 
Yeah. I'm going to have to look into HSP now mm-hmm. because that sounds like me. I know like as a kid, I was very sensitive to textures. Um, I am very mm-hmm. uh, temperature sensitive. Uh, I, oh, if okay. it is, if it is not like 69 degrees, I am sweating and, uh, <laughs> and, and living in Texas right now, it is not the best cause it's okay. been like 105 for oh. months now. Uh, oh, yeah. and our, our poor <laughs> AC is just like, just like, <laughs> just like coughing outside. Like I'm trying, I'm trying so hard to keep it cool for you guys. Um, uh, but, uh, but like we, we have a slight cool front right now. So it's like upper nineties mm-hmm. and it's great. Uh-huh. Um, which is sad, but it's a little it's bit great. of relief, uh, well, a little that. bit of relief, but yeah, no, I'm gonna have to look into that. Cause, um, mm-hmm. I like, uh, like I mentioned earlier, I was also very sensitive to, uh, or a very picky eater. Um, yeah, I was, that's what I was thinking too and, when you were saying that. Yeah. And, and I, I can see that being part of that. I also have a auditory mm-hmm. issue where like, if there's loud noises around, like a bunch of ambient mm-hmm. sound, I can't mm-hmm. focus on one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, having conversations in restaurants is terrible where I'm just like, I'm so sorry. I wish I could read lips and I probably need to train on doing that. But yeah. like, I just hear the music. I'm like, Oh, this is a cool mm-hmm. beat. Or like, Oh, I can hear sizzling fajitas coming out of the kitchen. And, <laughs> uh, it's just, it's, it's not great. <laughs> yeah, no, um, I, I relate to that totally. Cause, um, I thought that I was like crazy forever until I just found this out. It's been kind of like a roadmap to my own brain, which is really interesting. But like, mm-hmm. for instance, like one of the sounds that just drives me nuts is like the sound of like a bathroom fan. Like it oh, just is like, just makes like everything hum. else. Yes. I can't mm. deal with it. And, and then it's like, you know, then whatever else is going on in the house at the, the bathtubs, running the TVs on all of that. I'm just like, okay, too much. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's- that yeah. overstimulation of mm-hmm. of audio is just mm-hmm. is too much. Yeah, like whenever uh, all the kids get home from school and uh, everything, they're just like running circles around the couch yeah. in the living room and yelling, and they're having the the best time. And we're just like, we don't want to stop this because this is great. Right. And they're not like begging to watch YouTube or something. Right. Uh, but you know, it's also like y'all are so loud right now. I can't even. I walked into the kitchen. I don't remember why I'm here. And uh, <laughs> just because the my my audio sensitivity is just like my brain shuts down. I'm like, I don't know. I have no mm-hmm. idea what I was going to do. I'm just going to mm-hmm. sit down. <laughs> yeah. But, I think yeah, that's another I'm gonna look, thing. I'm going to look into that. It can be challenging too, mm-hmm. like those types of things, the overstimulation and, and just the overwhelm mm-hmm. in general. And that's actually something like I've talked about a lot. Uh, on my podcast is just that sense of overwhelm and some things to do to like kind of check yourself and kind of get yourself back to a better headspace. Um, one thing that I actually had on that list that I kind of keep going back to, which I felt was like really random when I brought it up was just the word water. And like, for me, like mm-hmm. I have found that like, if I like, drink water if I we live you know out here close to the ocean like if I were to visit the ocean if I were to go swimming take a shower take a bath anything that kind of like has to do with water just seems to like help me personally with overwhelm um there's a slew Mm. of other things but that was one of the ones that I actually found most interesting yeah 
I, I find that interesting too. I am definitely a water person. Mm-hmm. I just, there's something we are actually going to the Bay, uh, this coming weekend. And oh, wow. there's something about just being there and hearing the waves and mm-hmm. just the water crashing and, uh, or even, um, yeah, I grew up near, uh, uh, near a river that a lot of people, you know, my parents as, they were like, you know, my mom was nine months pregnant with me, just tubing down the river, uh, floating oh down. Uh, Good for her. And, and, oh, yeah, yeah. They, they loved it. They, you know, they that. called us uh, river rats just living out there, floating <laughs> the river all the time. But like that, even just the sound of like a brook or a stream mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. or, you know, just uh, maybe not the smell of a pool, but uh, just being yeah. around <laughs> a big body of water. Um, right. It just, it, it kind of like centers you. It's mm-hmm. just a, a feeling of like, you just feel that peace and that. Yeah. Uh, that's that sense of calm for it, sure. It's, it's hard to explain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely uh, brings a lot of, of calmness uh, just being around water. Uh, so I'm and looking forward to that, that this weekend. Way. Uh, yeah, that'll be great. As I say, I don't know if it's that way for everybody or maybe that's just similar for me and you because we grew up near big bodies of water and could be, I don't know, but yeah, it's definitely something to look yeah, into. If you're listening and you're like, Oh, that is me. <laughs> Let us yeah. know. Um, yeah. you know, hit us up on Instagram or whatever. Uh, cause I'm, mm-hmm. I'm always interested in the, cause there's so many things that I thought was just me, uh, growing up or just like, Oh, I didn't like the, the audio deal with, um, not being able to focus on, one sound but just like being overwhelmed by everything and then talking about that and like meeting my wife who has the same issue and uh talking about that in like my instagram stories before and other people are like oh yeah me a hundred percent i'm like oh this is not just me like i always felt like something was was wrong or not necessarily wrong but just like not exactly right uh, mm-hmm. and now i'm like oh no this is actually pretty normal a lot of people mm-hmm. deal with this a lot of people feel this way um so it's it's i i, I love social media and i hate social media at the same time yes. for different reasons mm-hmm. but what i love about social media is that it brings people together and you know like you and i met on social media on instagram right. and it's like I, I wouldn't have met you. I don't go to the Bay area all that mm-hmm. often. Um, like mm-hmm. maybe twice in the last 35 years. So yeah, oh not very gosh. often. <laughs> You're due for a trip. Uh, I am due for a trip. And uh, yeah, the, oh, it's, let's see. Y'all are the Atlantic, correct? Out there? No, we're no, the Pacific. Pacific. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, but when yeah, you come out here next, is, is my favorite. I say yes. when you come out here next, I'll take you and your wife for cortados. Ooh, yeah! Oh, I love the <laughs> cortado. I know you do. <laughs> I remember we talked about that. <laughs> we we have talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, which, if you're listening and you don't know what a cortado is, just ask uh, at whatever coffee shop you're going into. Probably not Starbucks because a lot of times that I ask for one there, they're just like, "It's not on the menu." I don't know what this is, uh, but it's really good. Equal parts espresso and textured milk very very tasty Um, (laughs) i still haven't tried it because i actually didn't know what it was until you told me so i should actually probably give one a give one a try i have a lot of things to try try. 
<laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that is me. I have all of the drinks. Um, uh, but yeah, especially if it's coffee related. Um, mm-hmm. but no, I, that, that's very, that's very interesting uh, about all of that. So like with, with that, I know we've kind of talked about this a little bit, but when, as I'm, I'm just picturing like myself at different times and also mm-hmm. other uh, parents that I've talked to mm-hmm. where it's, it's so hard to be present as a mm-hmm. parent um, and also be present in your business. Um, you know, we, we just went through the summer, which uh, is just like full on parent mode where everyone is home mm-hmm. all the time. Uh, you know, if, especially if you don't have like daycare or anything like that for, for little ones. Um, okay. Do you have any tips for like how to be more present, but also like getting things done to where it's not like I either have to wake up at 4 a.m. and do this before everyone wakes up or staying up till midnight, um, which for me, anytime that I have been like, oh, I'm going to wake up at five o'clock and get an hour and a half done before anyone else w- in the house wakes up. I wake up at five and at 5.15, one of the kids is just like, I'm up. Okay, <laughs> cool. Let's start the day. I'm like, not not today. Like I was supposed to work today and now I'm just going to be tired all day. <laughs> oh man! It's like every yeah, single time um, that I've done that. I will say it's kind of funny because before my son was born, my husband and I, we both love a good like sleep in day, you know. And so we're like, oh, we Mm, hope we have mm -hmm. a sleepy baby. And we were blessed with a little sleepy boy. So so we're very, very fortunate in that regard because it helps big time, obviously. And so I have to Mm. try to like stay conscious that like that's not the case for every single parent. Like most kids, it sounds like are early risers where my son will like want to sleep till like nine if I let him. But, um, but, um, a few things came to mind as you were just saying that about like how to be present with work and kids. And Mm. for me, one of the things about like taking on, uh, entrepreneurship immediately, it was like, I want to do this because I want to be able to spend time with my son. And this was, this was before he was born. Um, Mm -hmm. and I was like, I was, I was pregnant at the time, just so you kind of know the timeline for me, I decided to go full time in January, 2020, right before the pandemic. It was great. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was a little hectic. And then my son was born in June. So that was a very hectic time, but a very, um, cheers to pandemic babies. We have an October 2020 baby. There's something else. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They are. They really are. Oh, my gosh. But, like, um, yeah, I'm, like, so impressed by my son all the time. I'm like, holy moly. But um, so, oh, I lost my train of thought on that. Timeline. Oh, and I was saying, so, like, at home, yeah. Yeah, I, like, decided that, like, in January. I was like, you know what? It just, the timing in my life was right to, like, let's go full time because I, this is the only way that I will get to spend the max amount of time with my child. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I did early on with my schedule, um, there was a point, my son was probably about one. And I noticed that like on Thursdays we would end up like kind of out and about like hanging out, doing something. And so then I just put that into my schedule every Thursday. I'm not working. 
I am doing an adventure day with my son. So for me, I was taking Thursdays and Sundays off because my husband still work. He works six days a week. So he's working Saturday anyway. And then most of the time it's like, I have a wedding or sessions anyway on Saturdays. So it just fits better for us. But I then have that whole Thursday dedicated to my son. So that's where I get in obviously like the bulk of like my intentional time with him. Um, And I think because we have that, it, it kind of like helps me throughout the other days that I have to work to like not feel as guilty because I know, okay, well, tomorrow's Thursday. Like my big work day is Wednesday, but it's followed by Thursday where we just get to chill and go do something fun, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So that's what I would say. Like when I'm looking at like the big picture of the week is definitely be sure to schedule that intentional time with your kids. And maybe you can't do a whole day, but maybe you can like, you know, the other time that I like to connect with my son is like during lunchtime. It's like, okay, well, we have like roughly an hour or so that we're doing lunch and maybe we go out front and, you know, kick the soccer ball back and forth for a little while or go on a walk or ride a scooter, whatever it is, you know. Um, But the other thing that I love doing with my son, and it has kind of shifted a little bit as he's gotten bigger, is I love to bring him into my workspace, not necessarily here physically, like in my home office, um, now mm. that he's gotten bigger because he's just running around crazy and wants to touch everything. Right. But um, yeah. I'm like, those what are is, What does this cord do? Can I unplug your computer? <laughs> <laughs> but um, when he was a little guy, every morning after he would wake up, I would have him on my lap. I would get on my Instagram story, be talking to my community, and he would just be there with me. And everybody really mm. loved seeing him and like simultaneously with hearing me talking, you know? Um, And then like you said, it's like, it brings that like family aspect. Like, yes, I'm a business owner, but I still am raising a child. And the one thing that I will say, and like shout out to my sharpshooter photography community because they love on my son so much. And I am just so thankful for that because Mm -hmm. like many of times, you know, um, and this was like before my son, you know, had like a consistent um, babysitter, which we did end up imp- implementing probably when he was about one and a half. Um, we had a babysitter come over for a couple hours twice a week, just so I could get more focused work time. Yeah. But um, before we did that, like I was taking him with me to family sessions. So again, I'm very fortunate. He's pretty chill. He used to be uh-huh. at least, <laughs> but he would just chill like in a stroller. He's very observant. So he would just hang out with me and my community is amazing because I would always, always ask just to be sure that everyone was okay with that. And mm. everyone was like, Oh my gosh, yes. Bring him along. We'd love to have him." So I also like have some really, really sweet pictures of like family sessions with like their kids, like playing with my son, like between shots and stuff like that. So it's been so special. Um, to be able to like raise my son within my, my business as well. Yeah. And I love that that's not something that you have to necessarily separate. Um, Cause mm-hmm. I, I think that a lot of times we feel like, Oh, well I can't even ask if I can bring my kid to a photo shoot because that's just right. going to be something extra. And maybe they won't mm-hmm. feel like I'm paying a, enough attention to them and they're paying me for this hour and all of that. But like you did the hard thing and just asked mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. Hey, are y'all cool with this? Cause if they said no, then it was like, okay, well I've got to figure out something else. But 
mm-hmm. but you know, it's always going to be no. And if you don't ask, and there mm-hmm. have been a couple of times where we've had babysitters fall through or, you know, especially during like early, uh, you know, the, the first year or two of COVID mm-hmm. where we had, family members that were supposed to watch the kids and then they got COVID and we were like, all right, well, we definitely can't have them watching the kids. And I have a, an engagement shoot. And there have been times Mm -hmm. that, you know, the little baby ergo strapped to my back and uh, they're just like over my shoulder, just pulling on my ears and stuff. I'm like, that's cool. This is what we're doing. I love this. I absolutely love it. (laughs) Yeah. And like, there's something to be said about like not being like a hard this is work and this is family but especially as a an entrepreneur and someone who focuses on being there and being present with your family sometimes Mm -hmm. those lines blur a little bit and and that's cool too for them you know especially like my uh my eight-year-old he probably from the time he was three or four would come into the office, which at that point, my office was a desk in the bedroom, which is funny that I'm back here right now, even though I have <laughs> I like, where you are. My, yeah, uh, my, my office right now is full of boxes. Cause we moved. A oh, month right. Or two right. Ago. Uh, but, but yeah, um, it, it's, he was there with me and like I would edit or I would be packing mm-hmm. up for a wedding and he would be asking mm-hmm. about like, what is this thing? And, you know, yeah. like, Oh, that's a, that's a flash. I put it on my camera like this. He's like, Oh, cool. And like, I have a bunch of film cameras and, um, and I have this little like paper shoot camera. That's hey, super durable and, and really small. Yeah. Nice. Do you love it? I do. It's, I well, it's, yeah. It's so easy. I love to travel. So it's just like easy to like put it in my little fanny pack or my backpack or whatever. Yeah. And I yeah, was buying like, disposable smaller than myself. Anyway, so. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I, I was doing the same thing. And like those disposable cameras, it's the price of the camera. And then like another 15 bucks to process the film. And right. uh, yeah, I love the, the paper shoot cameras. Um, I'll throw a link in the, uh, show notes for anyone who's just like what are these that y'all are talking about yeah um, they're so but I, I love those with the kids i know oh i have one i was gonna say i usually have mine here on my desk i probably took it somewhere out though yeah, this yeah. Little, ooh, it's so cool because it's like so flat yeah there we go i don't know if you can i was like send it, it to yeah, me super super <laughs> flat little little ad for uh paper shoot actually that was not a good one because i i couldn't get you in that one there we go. That's better. Okay. Um, but yeah, like that kind of stuff where he knows that I'm a photographer. He knows mm-hmm. that I take pictures of people that I go to weddings and, and it's not something that is separated away. He knows what my cameras are now mm-hmm. respects them. Uh, there have been a couple of times where, <laughs> you know, especially with like our three-year-old right now where, uh, I have to keep the doors closed, uh, if she's going, going in by herself, cause she will just pick up any cameras and just walk around with them. I'm like, that is yeah. very expensive. Uh, please give yeah. it to me. <laughs> um, yes. That's like the stage that no, we're I at. love that you, <laughs> yeah. 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 Three, three, it was, 
was that with all of ours, um, mm -hmm. where it's just, what is this? I want to pick up that. And uh, just getting that independence of, oh, I can do this on my own. I can pour my own orange juice. And yes. uh, you can, um, but, uh, you know, we, we've also it. learned... <laughs> Yeah, we've also learned how to clean up after ourselves that way. Right. Uh, but uh, but no, I I love that um, that everything doesn't always have to be separated. Um, mm -hmm. But in at the same time, like you were saying, having those days dedicated to work, and then days dedicated, or at least hours dedicated um, mm -hmm. to work and to uh, strictly family time, where you're not trying to sneak in a couple edits while right. everyone's, you know, it's, it's movie night on Friday and everyone's on the couch right. and you're over there on the chair editing some photos and like, Oh yeah, no, that was funny. I missed that part of the movie. Uh, but like, <laughs> you can, funny be, that you you can actually be present. Yeah. <laughs> I was saying, it's funny that you say that because I actually have like family movie night scheduled on Fridays. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. We, we try and do that every friday of just yeah this is going to be different y'all get to stay up a little bit later we're going to yep. watch a movie uh we try mm -hmm. to get everyone to agree on it doesn't always work uh, yeah you, you have more people in the household over there that you're trying to get to agree on something yeah yeah and you know our son is very into like you know the the action type stuff and yep. the the girls are mm -hmm. very much into like mermaids and uh really mostly just mermaids right now uh for some reason but you should uh, but I'm here for you it. should watch you should watch maybe this would like bring them together um the pixar movie okay. luca if you haven't watched that everyone loves luca that is in our okay. rotation I was gonna say, that's got a really good one <laughs> yeah it's got the fish people and it's got mm -hmm. uh some some fun bike races and yeah uh, yeah and yeah. everything we we saw a vespa on the road the other day and they were like from luca and i was like yeah <laughs> from luca <laughs> yeah they're they're making them out yep. here for us now uh but no okay uh this is this has really been great uh danica i've i've enjoyed this conversation mm -hmm. and like you've brought a lot of really great insight for um especially for those who are just like overwhelmed with everything where it's just like yeah. you've got all the curveballs flying at you and this mm -hmm. is some gloves uh to be able to to catch <laughs> those uh to where it's not as crazy i mean life is always crazy um you know, throw some kids in there and you know you don't want to just like sit them in a corner and be like i have to work right mm -hmm. now um nice. but like these these tips are are really great to be able to um kind of manage everything uh mm -hmm. and and figure it out for what works for you uh yeah uh, you well. kind of just have to like let it flow and and figure it out along the way um you know nobody mm -hmm. has like an actual answer book i i share these tips right. like they're things that have worked for me but obviously you know every family has to find what works for them as well yeah, exactly. Yeah. Every, every person is different. Every family mm -hmm. is definitely different because there are multiple people in, in those families. Um, so yeah. yeah, find what works for you. Take, uh, take Danica's tips today and, and then be able to implement those, how it fits into, into your family puzzle. Uh, 
But before we kind of wrap up with um, where people can find you and and listen to your podcast and and all mm-hmm. of that, uh, there's part of the show that I like to do where we talk about what we're loving this week, and it can be okay. literally anything from a new you know TV show, book, movie, uh, whatever to um, uh, you know I'm I'm loving Topa Chico, uh, but yeah, <laughs> what are what are you what are you loving this week? What am I loving this week? Um, I actually, I, so I am a huge believer in like business education, which is why I'm trying to like build Mm, that space. mm -hmm. But I myself am part of a coaching program right now. So that it just started. Um, so that's what I'm loving this week. Very nice. Okay, cool. I am a huge advocate for continued education i i believe mm-hmm. that if you uh, once you stop learning and growing um it, you start dying uh, like your business yes. will just plateau and start going down if you don't continue to to learn and adapt and and mm-hmm. uh, just build relationships and learn m- more about different things uh, so mm-hmm. i love that uh in those those communities are the best because everyone there, at least most everyone there is, is there for the same reason. And you already have that built in connection of like, you're wanting to see this growth in your life and business. I'm wanting to see this growth in my life and business and we can walk Mm -hmm. together in this. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Is it a online type deal? It is. It's like over, it's over zoom. Um, it is the coach. I did meet her actually through social media as well. So again, social nice. media, bringing like connections from all over, all over the country, all over the world, oh, yeah. you know? Um, but yeah, she's been like a huge source of like Im- inspiration for me just because like, um, ironically, actually she's a boy mom. She has one son. Um, but she just lives like this life that I, I feel like is like kind of where I would want to be. It, it doesn't necessarily have to be, big and bright and like full of like these flamboyant like riches or anything you know Mm -hmm. but like just very down to earth like if they want to travel and explore and she homeschools and and it just feels very um very much so like i would love to do um so so yeah she's been a huge inspiration and i also love what you said because i say this a lot on my podcast if you're not learning you're not growing so yeah, I, I say that like I like to stay a little bit uncomfortable because it's actually not as comfortable as we believe it to be inside our comfort zone. I just want to be outside of that a little bit and keep pushing forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And when you get uncomfortable, that's when you start growing. Because uh, yeah, if you are completely comfortable, you are definitely just like curled up in the corner in a couch and just like you're not doing anything. And you're wondering why nothing's changing. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. I love that. That's, that's great. I, um, let's see this week I'm loving. So I'm, I'm a big, uh, like horror movie, like thriller Mm -hmm. type fan. Um, Mm -hmm. and I had, I went down a rabbit hole of finding these like short horror films, just independently produced, just like a lot of time the video quality is not great. It's just people mm-hmm. making them and, and being like, yeah, this is a, a screenplay that I wrote and just throwing it up on YouTube. And mm-hmm. I found one that was called Larry years ago on YouTube. And it has now been adapted to a full length film called come play. And, oh um, 
is really good. I just watched it. It's on, let's see. It's on, uh, I think it's on Freevee. Um, but I watched it okay. through uh, Prime Video because they're like connected now. Um, but it's it's Is really it? good. It's kind of um, so the the premise is that it it follows a kid. He's probably like I don't know ten, maybe. I'm really bad at judging how old children are. He could be fourteen. <laughs> I don't know. He could be seven. Um, I'm getting better now that I have <laughs> kids that are certain ages. I'm like he looks older than my eight year old, so he's probably ten. Um, there you go. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, he's. Uh, he reads this story in um, in the in his tablet, like Kindle type deal, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the character comes to life and like lives in screens, and mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, it's it's really interesting. Um, it's I didn't realize whenever I started watching it that it was an adaptation of the Larry short film or short story mm-hmm. until a certain scene, and I was like this is just like that horror film thing that I saw years ago. And then I looked it up yeah. and it's the same, uh, same creator, same director. Um, but yeah, the is it mom actually is scary. Uh, is it actually scary or is it like fake it's, scary? It's kind of, it, I don't know. There's parts that are like, okay, yeah, this is like, there's like that, that eeriness of just like, there's no mm-hmm. music. And you just like hear floorboards creaking and stuff that are just like, oh yeah, this is, uh, this is a little creepy, but like, there's no big jump scares and, uh, it's not like a, uh, a graphic, like, you know, like the, the saw movies or anything like that. Um, I'm like, I am out on all of them. (laughs) Yeah. So is my wife. Uh, She's like, you give me the like two minute synopsis of what the, Mm -hmm. the plot is. And then I'm good. Uh, I don't. I don't oh, need yeah, to see sure. the whole thing. That was totally enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, if that's something that you're into, check it out. I'll I'll have a link to that as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's fun because there's also like some the parents were both characters from other shows that I loved. Um, mm-hmm. The mom was Britta from the show Community from years ago, um, okay. and the dad was Jim from uh newsroom uh which is really good i am uh, terrible i don't know these okay i'm like i've never great. been a huge tv person so actually mm. sometimes i occasionally ask some of my friends like okay what show are you watching what do i need to be watching so and my favorite one this was actually probably like two years ago but one of my friends she recommended the show parenthood which is ironic that we're talking about oh yeah yeah parenthood. that's one um, of my favorite it's so good it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. I was like obsessed. Yes. So yeah. that's like my kind I'm, of like feel good show. Yeah. I'm a big, uh, Dak Shepard fan. Um, I've, okay. I've loved yeah. him since, uh, his without a paddle days. Um, yeah. and just kind of like followed him along. And it's funny that like, he's, I think he started his podcast about a year before I started mine. And I was like, mm-hmm. Oh cool. He's in the podcast realm now too. And now he's got like one of the biggest podcasts. Um, oh, but I'm sure. yeah, he's, I, I liked that he was in that show and I was like, this isn't mm-hmm. really like, I'm not a big drama type TV person. Like I didn't watch this is us. And I knew parenthood had a very, mm-hmm. this is us type feel to it. Yeah. Um, but I loved it. Uh, so Dax brought yeah. me in and then everyone else 
kept me there. Uh, it's, yeah. You know, really, heartfelt really great. Ones just like the, very heartfelt. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, but yeah. Oh yeah. And Mae Whitman's in that, that show too. I might have to do a rewatch of Paramount. I know. I've been thinking cause... about it recently and I'm like, I don't know. I will get so sucked into that. And then, then the whole work schedule gets all messed up. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then it was like, what are my priorities again? Yeah, uh, exactly. But... Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Uh but okay well danica uh where can people find you where can they connect um be friends on social media and and all those things yeah so my photography instagram is sharpshooter.photo and my podcast instagram which is the newer one as of this year is sharpshooter.pod so photographer um if you want to check out my work i would love to see you over in that space or both you know come check me out and see what kind of tips that i have to share over on the podcast as well i'm happy to have you um and be feel free to dm me and say hi and let me know you saw me here with john and yeah we can chat it up awesome well sweet yeah and i'll have links to uh to all of that in the show notes as well mm-hmm. so y'all can just scroll on down and, and click uh super easy but yeah well, well danica this has been great i really enjoyed this i know that we like uh we just hit the hour mark um uh, like we we were <laughs> like we, we really? could talk for hours and we literally talked yeah. for an hour uh yeah. <laughs> but this this has been great this is i, I really that's how you know this. it's good you know, I exactly. really appreciate you yeah. having me here today. Um, it means a lot to me. This is actually the first podcast that I have been on of someone else's. So thank you again. Um, awesome. And I, I, I hope everybody just has enjoyed this moment. Yeah. Well, I know I have. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak for everyone and say that they did too. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of the Wisdom and the Tangents podcast. As always, you can check out all the things in the show notes for today's episode at podcast.allheartphoto.com. This podcast was recorded in front of a live audience on YouTube and in the Wisdom and the Tangents podcast group on Facebook. Join us for the conversation uh, for the next live episode where you can uh, jump in the chat with us and, and act like you're here sitting in my office um sure that that sounds fun and uh and be sure to follow the show on instagram wit.pod you can follow danica at sharpshooter.pod and you can follow her photography at sharpshooter.photo and you can find me everywhere at all heart photo subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode and don't forget to review so that you can be entered in this month's giveaway. See you next time. Bye-bye.